welcome to <laughs> this is only your life that's sarcastic <laughs> meaning it's it's only your fucking life who gives a shit um no big deal overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with janice corsano and holly corsano <laughs> you were reading something over there, were you? I was. I just chugged a vitamin B shot. Good girl. B3, fall over? 6, and 12. Good. You should get some pep in your step then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but I've been exhausted extra. And I Same. think I'm trying, to, I'm trying to recover from 2018. Because the last few years, I was laughing. I was saying like, okay, well... 2019 feels different. There's something <laughs> about it that feels different. The way you just said that, though, it sounded like you were trying to recover from an illness. Oh, 2018 was such an <laughs> illness. Oh, God, I well, was so kind sick of. from it. And then it was just funny. Kind <laughs> of. Um, 2008, so then I was thinking about it on, um, on New Year's Day because I was so exhausted I couldn't even move. I'm like, I feel like I'm recovering from 2018. I was like, wait, and 17. Wait, maybe and 16. Mm. Oh, maybe 15, too. Hold on, no, 14. No, no. 13 was, well, 12. 11 was a little rough, too. I was like, gee, actually, the last three years have been insane. But Yeah, I think it's more three. But the other ones weren't, you know, they were all over the map, but certainly not like the last two or three. Mm-hmm. They were totally very different. Very different. But this year, there's something that feels a little bit different, and it, right. it there's something that feels a little bit lighter and a little bit clearer. It does. Oh, can you... But at the at same time, but at the same time, we're still having those, like we have a um, lunar, partial lunar eclipse with the new moon, I think, on the 5th, which is, what's today? Tomorrow. Today's the 4th, I think. Yes. So mm-hmm. the 5th or 6th, depending on where you are. Um, what I was going to say is, can you tell everyone how to say their intentions for the year the right way? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. No. Not feeling like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you mean, say their intentions the right way? Like, to word it the way to manifest it? Well, you don't say, I don't want. <laughs> you yeah. say, um, it's more like I am, and you're saying it as if you're already doing it. So it's you're saying it as if it's already happening. So, like, if you want a relationship, I am in a loving, caring, you know, equal relationship. You know, whatever it is that you want, you're saying as if it's already happening. So when you're setting an intention, you're saying the intention as if it's already happening. So the universe knows that it's not like I um, want a, because then you'll stay wanting. So it's more like I am, you know, I have, I am, you know, I have the the job of my dreams, you know, Mm -hmm. so that it's already saying that you already are doing it. So when you're setting your intentions, which you should, and it's a good time to figure out um, what it's like. Because there's a little bit more clarity, and it's going to, it's you know, we're still on the roller coaster. There's still a lot of things that are going to be going on um, astrologically, you know, with us to get us more into that um, self-care, learning how to love yourself, and, and looking at your life and going, what the fuck have I been doing with it? <laughs> <laughs> and um, hopefully being able to realize that, that you are a manifester and can manifest things in your life way more than you think. Um but yeah, in the, in the intention setting, that's more the way that you said it. Because otherwise, when we say, like, I want, we tend to, like, say, well, I want to have a better job. 
you know, or right. I want, you know, my relationship to be better. And whenever you say I want, the universe thinks you want something instead of giving it to you. It says, oh, okay, well, you can keep wanting that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So that's why. And I know I was um, doing a, a releasing thing, like I release, and then you write it on a piece of paper. Right. So the thing, so I release negativity, you know, like I release um, old patterns and beliefs. Um, I release whatever it is that you want to release. Um, I release um, whatever's holding me back, you know. Mm -hmm. I release, so just you just write your list. And then you um, fold the paper two times. So if you got like an eight, you know, what is an eight by 11 piece of paper, right. line paper. And then you um, fold your paper in half and then in half in again. In half and in half again. Okay. And then you, whatever, say there was eight of them on there. And I heard this on someone else's, um, I can't remember whose, but I heard it on, and if I remember, I will let us know and then we will um, give them credit for it. But, but I thought it was a good idea. And so you roll up the paper as many times as, so, so say you had ten things that you're going to release. Right. And you roll the paper up that many times. You and fold it or roll you, it? You fold it. So you're folding it. So okay. say you're folding it. Say it's you have eight things that you're releasing. So you fold it eight times. Mm -hmm. And then you take that paper that you're releasing and you put it in your shoe. Now, I did this exercise last month during the, the full moon and the new moon. Mm -hmm. And you put it in your shoe. And it was like maybe four days. And it's there to help. The, the reason it feels like to me that it's in your shoe is to help remind you of what you're releasing. Right. And you leave that in there until the full moon. So you do it like on the new moon, what you're releasing, uh, you know, like around now. Mm -hmm. And then you would um, put it in your shoe for the two weeks so that you're walking around so that you know that it's in there. So you know like, okay, I'm, re I'm releasing these things. So it's a way to stay in awareness. Like you put it in your sock? You could put it in your sock. You put it in your shoe. But I know the person, I think the person said put it in your shoe. So I had put it in my shoe. So like on day four. That would irritate me. That's kind of the point. Oh. Meaning, like, it doesn't supposed to irritate you, but it's supposed to help you remember mm -hmm. that you're releasing stuff. Okay. Right? So, I put it in my shoe, and I have, like, um, like, kind of ankle boots that I wear because it's cold. So, on, like, day four, I um, went to go put my shoes on and to leave, and I'm like, wait, where's my, where's my thing? Mm-hmm. I'm looking in the closet. I'm like, did it come out in the closet? No. I'm like, did I stick it in other shoes? No, I think I was just wearing these shoes. So I looked in other shoes. I was looking. I'm like, well, maybe I put it in these ones when I was wearing these. No, I apparently when I was walking, it must have came out somehow. Right. And released itself. <laughs> right. So I'm not quite sure where it is or where it released to. But I'm like, okay, I'll have to do that again. So then I was doing it. <coughs> Um, with a client, and they did it and, it and lost it in one day. So I said, all right, stick it in your back pocket or something so that, you know, it's some it's somewhere on you so that you know, like, mm -hmm. you're releasing these things. And you could if you put it in your sock, it probably won't come out yeah. as fast as if you just put it in your shoe. And then the other one is your setting, is your setting I am. So say, um, like, I am happy, I am healthy, I am abundant. I am loved, I am loving, I am open, I, well, whatever they are. I am Wallace. Well, you could be whatever you want. <laughs> um, so you're writing th that list, and when you fold that list, you do the same thing. So you fold that one in half, and then you fold it in half so however again. However many times. However many times. No, you fold the paper in half, and then you fold it, you know, again. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then you, when you roll that one, you know, when you um, do it how many times? So say you have 15 things on there, and you're gonna, you're going to do that towards you. So the release one, when you roll it, you roll it the opposite way. Wait, we're rolling it, not folding it. You're folding it, but you're. It's like it's almost like you you fold it, but you're folding it away from you when okay. you're doing the release. I see. And you're folding it towards you as many times as you have on there. So say Got if there's it. 10 times on the release things and there's 15 on your I am things. Mm -hmm. And then you keep that one and you open that one in the morning or at night and you say that you look at it and read it. And you say it either out loud or say it to yourself. It's like trying to get it into your subconscious. Like a little mantra. Yeah. So you say it like a little mantra. And you do that for, it's probably good to do for, you know, like keep it. And say it for you know minimum minimum 30 days right so you could do it from from one new moon to the following um full moon the next month you know so you'd have it for mm -hmm. you'd have it for a that good whole cycle right you'd have it for a whole you know you'd have it for like six weeks instead you'd have it from a new moon past the new moon which is a month to the you know to the full moon which would be like six weeks and you say it every day, so it starts getting in there. You mm -hmm. know, you want it to get into your subconscious. So it's like saying an affirmation. And then if in then at the end of that one, um, you could burn that one, releasing that to the universe, knowing that that's what you are and that's what you're you're working on. So they're good little they're good little tools because they help you to remember, you know, what it is you're doing. Because a lot of times, the thing about setting um, like New Year's resolutions is most of the time we don't tend to follow through on them. I think the average that people follow through on a new New Year's resolution is eight days. Mm. I think what they did some kind of study on. I never think to um, do a resolution. Like, it doesn't seem like a thing that... I don't either. ...makes sense. Like, I understand, like, putting out... Um, yeah, I do like more a the thought intentions. and like an intention, but to be like, I'm going to do this thing, and then, it, like, I feel like it sets you up for feeling bad later. Well, it can, because if you're if you're saying that... And no, you, you don't like let do yourself it. down. Right. You don't do it. Right. That's why an intention like versus an expectation, right? So mm -hmm. if you're intending to do something and you don't do it, then you don't have the same. It's like this is my intention to do it and you're working towards doing it and then maybe you could be a little easier on, uh, easier on yourself. So it'd be like, so I'm intending to lose 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are, the, what are the steps I need to take to do that? Because it's like setting a, um, a resolution, I'm losing 10 pounds, and you just put a lot of pressure on yourself, and I'm starting tomorrow, you know? And right. <laughs> it screws with your head. It, like it, it's, it's funny, because when you say you're doing something, especially like if you say diet, because you shouldn't really say the word diet into your head. Right. Because die is in there. <laughs> no, that's not actually right. Yeah. Because your brain thinks it's depriving itself, and... And, you know, the idea of the thoughts and programs. So whenever we go on diets, we think we're depriving ourselves of things. Instead of um, understanding you could eat everything, it's just the way that you eat it and eating more of something, less of something else. You mm -hmm. know, it's more, it, it really does come down to eating better. Right, it's portion control. Portion control, you know, exercise, and doing things that would be healthier for you. And it naturally does it, right? So if you have less, right. you yeah, know, Yeah, instead less of being, like, restrictive and... Yeah, because like we get so, and, and sometimes, there, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing a cleanse or something for a little while. It's it's the idea of um, something we're trying to do so we lose a lot of weight quick, which... Right, which is bad. <laughs> which is not usually helpful no. for your body. It will never It doesn't stay, stay yeah. you know, because a lot of it's water weight and a lot of it's, you know, like your, your, um, 
your body is, it's good to cleanse it and to detox stuff, but it's not the best for weight loss as a permanent, you know, yeah, it's not no. going to, it doesn't yeah. tend to do that, but it doesn't mean that you can't start that way and then change to, you know, if that's the best way, because everyone has a, a different way that they do things mm -hmm. and some people, and that's why I never tell anyone how they they should do it. I will give them ideas of steps they can do and be like, okay, does this sound like it makes sense to you? For weight management? For or anything. In general? For anything. Like if you want to get a goal, to get to a goal, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, okay, I would take step A, B, C. That's how I would do it. That doesn't mean it works for them. Right. So it's more like asking them, okay, so you want to get from here to here. So we'll, we're saying weight. So we're saying 10 pounds, right? So to get from here to losing 10 pounds, what are the steps that you feel like you need to do? Because I'm not with you every day. I know what I would do. Right. And those steps may work for me. So maybe I'm not going to buy any more cookies in my house. Right. You know, and some people will, well, I can't not buy them because the rest of the people eat them. And then, you know, that's not going to. So, all right, well, what's the things that you need to do and how would you, you like, know. Like for me, like I like to have them in the house because then if I want one, I know it's there. Mm -hmm. But then I won't want it because I'm waiting to save it till I really have a craving. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, we have cookies, but they last a long time because right. we don't eat them that often. Right. But it's the idea some people in the beginning shouldn't have them because they can't eat. They will eat the whole pack of them. Right. And once they feel like they're deprived, then they're... Yeah. I know where the cookies are, mm -hmm. you know. And it depends on, you know, what your your program is, really, and what you use food for. Because, you know, we use food a lot for comfort. Right. It's one of our great comforts. You know, like anything that makes you feel better. Right. Or like you eat if you're, cause you're bored. You do that too. Yeah. You know, but you like can. mindless munching. <laughs> you can mindless munch on carrots, I guess, and celery that I don't like, although that you apparently are growing now. I did. I grew celery. I, like my little like celery part that you like cut off the base. I uh, put it in a cup of water, and it grew little roots. No, she. the only reason why it grew is she put it in a martini glass. <laughs> I did. I put it in a martini glass and filled it with water, and it sprouted little roots, and it started growing a cute little... Yeah, cute little, little celery. Yeah, a cute little celery. Yeah. It's cute. It's like maybe like an inch tall. Yes. From like the little like cute leftover little celery. from the grocery stores. So nice. now she's growing celery. Mm -hmm. Um which is, you know, however you want to do it, that's mm -hmm. all cute. Well, I'm not intending on eating that because it's going to be really tiny for a long time. Who <laughs> knows? That thing could... That's true. Yeah, you don't know. Because, you know, when we were talking about, like, the experiments of, okay, you talk to that plant and give that plant love and then mm -hmm. put it, plant another one and don't talk to that one and don't give that one love and all the energy and watch which one grows faster. And they've done experiments on that and they've mm -hmm. seen that the one that you actually talk to and give love to grows way faster. Right. You know, and... If you, you know, you don't understand energy, you know, you're putting energy into that, which is going to help it to, you know, mm -hmm. to grow and to flourish. It's the same thing with us. It's like, you know, we're putting energy into ourselves, but we're not realizing because we're not realizing how much energy we're picking up that's actually detrimental to us because in that vibration that we're in, you know, when we're in a lower vibration and when we're cranky, it's so easy. <laughs> this whole, this whole, my whole throat chakra is, it keeps clearing, so... Sorry about that. It's been doing it for the last, um, I don't know, a couple of weeks, maybe a month, off and on. But today and yesterday, it's been extra. Um, but what was I just saying? We were talking about goal setting in general oh. and like how it's different for different people. No, we were talking about energy. 
Oh, we were before, about energy oh, you and mean before, up, not, yeah. you mean a recent before, not before, before. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about energy and, and how it's, we don't realize how much we pick up. Right. Like when, so we were doing it, like we did a class um, last Saturday and we were doing an energy class. And, you know, I was talking about what, what's going on, you know, a lot of the ascension symptoms and stuff that a lot of people are having and they don't know why they're, you know, feeling the way that they are. And um, we were doing energy exercises. And the thing that, that a lot of people, and most of these people, it's not something that they practice. I mean, they can, they understand the concept, but we were practicing it with other people, which is always fun because then yeah. you could actually see it in action. It is fun. So when you were there um, and we were doing like, okay, you could feel each other's energy, just put your hands up, right? So mm -hmm. it was just like, all right, put your hands up and then just step backwards. And you guys could have, you know, the family room is pretty wide. You know, you could go pretty far, but then you were going to fall down the stairs. So that was where you had to end that. I was like, uh, watch where you're going. You're, how? You're going to go right? <laughs> I wasn't going to go down the stairs. I know. I was just, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you guys all could have went, each person who's never done it before. You've done it before. And right. a couple other people have done it before. But there was people in the class that have never done that before. And they were like, oh, wow, I could still feel it. And they, I just said to put your hands up. I didn't say to send any energy. Right. I so didn't say the anything. exercise she had us do was stand across from each other, like maybe like a foot apart or a little closer. And we put our hands up to face each other. So that way we could feel like the, there was like a little like kind of, it kind of feels like you're, I guess, pushing into a pillow and your hands are a little warm. It kind of makes this like spongy yeah, you could like feel cushiony feeling. It's hard. It's hard to describe. You have to. You can, I mean, you can do it with yourself. With, yeah, you like, can do you it with just yourself. Like, put your hands up um, and face each other like you're like gonna pray. Yeah, because that's of. how you that's how you make an energy ball. Like yeah. you keep building it. Like you would be. It'd be like if you had like um, clay or dough in your hand and you were like trying to knead it. You know, it's like once you feel the energy. Then yeah, you it's kind cool. Of pull it's it like spongy is the best way to describe it. So. Just in you guys putting your hands up. I didn't say to get put energy out. I didn't say anything. I just said, put your hands up mm -hmm. in front of each other. And can you feel anything coming from each other? And you were standing close together. And then I just said, okay, keep walking. You know, take a step back. Can you still feel it? Keep going until you can't. And they could have kept going and they could still feel it. No one stopped where they where before. The difference was before um, that we've done that, because we've done that many times in class, There'd be people in the class that could it would stop at a certain point. That day, no one stopped. It, they could have kept going, and each person could still feel it. Right. So that's you know also giving us information in something that's changing in the idea of the way that the energy is that strong that we're picking up from each other. Because before, remember when we would do class before, a few years ago, or maybe even more, that yeah. people would stop and be like, okay, I. I Right, right, right. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, this is where my... Yeah, this is where the I could feel it, and now I can't. And right. Now you could, so they might be 10 feet apart or maybe, you know, 12 feet, and they'd be like, oh, okay, that's where I feel it. Um, but not any anybody in that class. They could have just kept going, and they could still feel it. Right. And that was very new for, you know, like if you think about... A couple about people, that was their very first time ever doing that. That was too. their very first time doing it, and mm -hmm. they were surprised. They were like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, and then I said, okay, so now we're going to send healing energy to each other. You know, just put your hands up. You don't have to be a healer of any kind because you were already, you were already, your, your energy was already coming out your hands. Right. So now you're just setting an intention that you're sending healing energy. Right. And that one, they could feel a little bit different. Mm-hmm. 
what felt different to you about that when it was when um, when the intention was to send healing energy because every single person can send healing and do healing right even if you're not trained in doing that right um to me i could feel it being like kind of a little fuller in my body and like it kind of like feels warm you felt it go through your body. More. Yeah, like I, well, it's hard to describe because <coughs> not. I don't know if it's like my own personal way of feeling it, you know. So well, it seemed that that yours wasn't the only experience like that. Right. You know, more people felt the tingly or felt it more bigger. You know, like it was going more places mm-hmm. or it was coming out of their body more. You know, like the setting the intention of just sending healing. Right. It wasn't just coming out of their hands. It felt like it was coming out of their body too. Something, you know, they were mm-hmm. receiving it in their body. It was very interesting because that that just kind of upped it. And then I had um, between the first one, I said, okay, now that you feel each other, right? Now that you're able to feel each other, and I had everyone stand there, and I said, all right, I'm going to walk through the whole line. So when I walked, basically she had us lined up and all next to each other, like across each other, like we were doing like dance partner pairing. <laughs> Right, but now you're at least 10 feet apart. Right. And I said, okay, I'm going to walk down the middle. Tell me what's different. You know, what do you feel different? Yeah, so she broke our current by walking through our connection. And um, and what happened when I did that? You could feel you something. Could, you feel that it changes. Like, it, it disconnects in a way that you still feel the energy, but it's different than when it was just that one person that you were connecting to, even though their energy didn't go away. Right, so their energy was able to pass through me, mm-hmm. and my energy was also added somewhere. Right. Even though mine was facing the other w- direction. Right, it's but it feels like a wave, kind of. Right, you could feel something different go, in, go mm-hmm. through, and each person felt it. They're yeah. like, oh, something just felt different. I could feel, and some people yeah. would say it felt like a breeze. Yeah, or, or it, it kind of like feels like a ripple, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like, like, it might, like I'm kind of thinking of like if a little boat goes by, mm-hmm. you know, and you can feel like the wave the hit wave. from the side, yep. kind of. That's what it kind of is like. Yeah, and I think people, um, when they were saying that, that would be the, the vision, mm-hmm. you know. that. Yeah, that like you are you were like the little boat that drove through mm-hmm. <laughs> and made a little wave in our path there. And then we were doing different energy exercises, you know, and feeling what that felt like. So I'd have people, you know, like write down what they felt like when they came in. And there was a lot of anxiety that day. Right. Yeah. I've been feeling very anxious lately. Yeah. The anxiety level has been very high because the vibration's high and we're going through so many changes. The anxiety's mm-hmm. very high. I also feel like I can't hear. What do you mean? Huh? Muffled. What? I feel very <laughs> muffled. Like my hearing feels... Um, That's also part of the ascension thing. Like I have hands cupping my ears. It's like... Well, there's a lot of... There's a lot of... Because I know my ears have been bothering me too. And it feels like... It almost feels like like I'll get like sharp pains and they'll be very congested in my ear. And it's like one ear will do it more than the other and the other one will start. I'm mm-hmm. like, could you cut it out? That's yeah. painful. Yeah. But there feels like a lot of congestion. Yeah. I also feel visually I can't see well. Like it's looking like... um. If, if anyone has ever had an ocular migraine, then they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But it, it's like yes, if someone, I know what ocular yeah, like if someone like takes a picture with of you with the flash on, and then like you can't see, see for anything. a minute, you're just like, oh no, you yeah, know, you're, you have pieces missing. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's kind of like what it looks like. Although it, it's um, it's kind of like mixed, sprinkled in throughout the whole thing instead of like big chunks. Right, instead of big chunks, yeah. yeah. And that's you know, it's not. It's not something, and those are, you know, part of what 
um, have been happening to people. And it's not like you don't go get those checked. You know, it's something that if you're having that, everybody... Right. Like I have you know, a neurologist who I who is yes she, knows the things and, you know. Mm-hmm. And knows the things and also tests you for things if he thinks that there's something else going on. Right. <laughs> um, but also, he's also more open. Right. Because he's my neurologist, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just looks at me and goes, I don't know how you work, but however it is, you're doing good with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing I could do for you because I don't know how you work. You know, so the, um, yeah, like I said before, the medical science department, I have to be careful with. They keep trying to take my body for experimenting. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still using it. Wait till I'm done. <laughs> you want it, you have to wait till I'm done. So, yeah. We think you should donate your body to science. Really? I'm in it. Hold on. Wait till I'm not done with it yet. Um, I thought that was the funniest thing that a doctor said to me um, when he couldn't figure out something that he said that he's never seen before. And Your blood cell count? Yeah. He's like, I've never seen this before. I don't know how that's happening. You should donate your body to science. And I'm like, but I'm using it. <laughs> yeah, her white blood cell count would be high when she was feeling not g- or well, but then it would get when low. When I'm fine. Yeah. When I'm fine, it it's high. It was like the opposite. And when I'm sick, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I get sick, my blood cell, white blood cell count goes to normal. So, but if I'm not sick or I'm feeling perfectly fine, then it's high. And he said, that, no way, that don't work that way. <laughs> so anyhow, back to what we were talking about, the energy. So when, when you felt that, and then doing the different exercises, it was like, okay, what do you guys feel like coming in before we even started doing? Because we did the shaking exercise. And then we did grounding and balancing exercises. And what did you notice was the difference? Because in the room, you felt all the room of the people, they all came in and they were anxious and everyone was, you know, people could were rushing. There was traffic. There was all kinds of things, mm-hmm. you know, that... But once they got in there and then everyone's intention was the same thing. Like we had already set attention. We smudged the room. We, you know, yep. got it prepared. Um, and then you could start to feel everyone start... Their energy started to feel it's more like calm. they settled. Yeah, like they settled. And as we started doing the shaking, because I had them write their, you know, how they felt before. And then we did that exercise. And I was like, okay, how'd that make you feel? And then the next exercise, how'd that make you feel? So that they can see that they have something they can do if they're feeling like this. And then when we got to, um, then we were talking about the ascension symptoms. Because people were feeling so many different things. And they were Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what this is. But they were like, oh, oh. And I told all of them, too, like I told you guys, you know, you still get things checked out. It's not like we're just like, oh, everything's an ascension symptom um, because things can turn into other things. But you do want to also realize there's more going on than just because their things are so weird they can't even figure them out. They're like, you have a what and a what with a what? <laughs> I don't know what that could be. You know, like it's it's very hard to figure out. But as you feel it and you're going through the change of it, you can you feel something also changing with the way that you um, see things like, and I don't mean with your eyes because as you see you're you're changing the way you see things with your eyes, as as we all are right as we're getting through and being able to see through your third eye more, and your symptoms are more of opening your third eye and the Kundalini awakening stuff that you had recently, mm-hmm. um, which would be why those things are you know those energy surges and stuff that you get would still be happening and that's part of you know your coming more into your alignment with your connection to spirit mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you weren't 
aligned to some degree before because we this it's not a one-time thing right you know it's not one of those things where it's like everything is a level right so we go through levels and we go through you know that's what they always showed to me and they're showing to me again like a video like a game, video game yeah. yeah they always show it to me like that so point being that then we were doing this thing this and i said all right well now we're going to just kind of test our feeling of each other right like how do we feel so i picked two people and it was funny because the people that i picked so i was going to have them in like feel an emotion so I picked one of the girls and I told her anger and I put um, another girl next to her. They were standing next to each other. And I said, okay, you do anger and you do anger. And then everyone's going to walk by them. Now, what was funny about it is I could feel it. Um, one of them was holding her puppy because she didn't, she couldn't leave at home and she was going to leave him in the car in his little bed right out the window so she could see him. But he was being, he was, she was behaving. So she was holding the puppy. So you guys were going to walk by and I could feel the first person every time she would try to do anger, she would start to laugh. <laughs> like I could feel like she couldn't hold anger at that moment. Mm -hmm. So when you guys walked by, you guys got, were so confused because it kept changing mm -hmm. and you got joy, you got laughter, you got um, like a calm, peaceful feeling. Even though the other one was able to hold the feeling of anger more she's holding the puppy whose energy went out of that right i think the puppy and the feeling that you got from the puppy mm -hmm. right so interestingly if you ever want to check if animals make a difference <laughs> yeah right um you as wallace is over there snoring yeah, I don't as wallace is on the floor snoring um you know what i'm saying like that that's also you know like just doing that exercise because she was able to hold the anger like, she was able to stay in that, in that energy. Like, she's able to hold that emotion. But when you guys walked by her, you would get confused because the one of them wasn't able to hold it. She kept going into laughter. Right. And the other one is that's being able to hold the anger was holding a puppy. <laughs> you can't be that angry if you're holding a puppy. And even though you could hold the anger, you would also have to remember that the puppy gives off energy. And there's an unconditional loving energy that puppies give off. And that was totally different. So you guys felt that one way stronger than you felt the anger. Yep. And because the other one wasn't able to hold it. Maybe if the other girl was able to hold the anger, it might have been a little bit different. But the puppy still might have won out. But it was funny how they made me pick those two so that it would be something that would be an interesting experiment of what was going to come out of us. So then as we were going through class, because all these things are important, the reason that we were doing that is to help people to understand how much they're picking up from each other. And when you do the experiment like that, what did it what did it remind you? What did it tell you doing it? Just doing it in class, what did it tell you? Why was it important that we were doing that? Um, well, I think it makes you mindful of how... I'm like trying to think of the best words to describe it. Um, you're around so many people all day, even if you're just like passing them on the highway or something, mm -hmm. that I, th I think people don't, they forget how easy it is to pick up someone who you're not talking to. Right. You know, just because you're, because I mean, it's different if like, so like we're talking right now or like if I'm like have like a client or something, it's like I can like easily tap into them because I'm looking at them and getting mm -hmm. like affirmation or right. like you know like i'm being like oh, okay like you i know you're feeling this way because you're telling me this and i can feel that but then someone who's like 
driving next to you who's like freaking out because they have crazy road rage, you probably are picking them up and not realizing. Mm-hmm. And walking around and being mm-hmm. at work and stuff. And most and if you, and if I said if you looked at both of those people's faces, whatever their emotion was, most people don't show it on their face. You know, especially like if you're at work, you don't tend to show your anger right. unless you get past that point and everyone knows you're angry. But there's certain things that you're feeling. Of, you don't necessarily show sadness, but you feel it. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get your work done, and you don't want, want people to know how you're feeling. Right. Most people don't say how they're feeling, and you're all of a sudden feeling sadness, or you're feeling overwhelmed, or you're feeling um, angry, or you're fe- and you're like, I was fine, and but we always have things of our own that we could be angry about, or sad about, or mm-hmm. scared about, or so we tend to just put it right to us. Now. It's important to start to know the difference. That's why we use that little saying, if this is mine, it could stay. If not, go away. Which, um, like I was saying, the class that I was taking, um, the class that I was taking for uh, tarot um, for the last few months, I had said that in class because the the teacher was trying to um, explain because she said all the, she said pretty much all the people that took the class were empaths. Right. And because... One of the so one of the people in class was saying, well, how would we know the difference between how we feel and someone else feels? Mm-hmm. And um, this is a good way to actually a good thing for everyone to right because know. that's what we were that's what we were doing in class, like helping people to understand how much they feel from each other, and giving you tools because the more you're aware and the more you trust your intuition, like the first thing that comes to you is usually you're usually right. Right. So she said she was saying about trusting your intuition and stuff but it's hard to do when you you're getting hit by energy all over the place mm-hmm. so i had said um so i said you know um a long time ago this was given to me to to help me and others as to help you to know and it's it just say if this is mine it could stay if not go away and it's works really good the next class, the next class that we took, so the following week we had class again, and she said, um, thank you so much for saying that. She goes, I've been using that all day. It's been working great. <laughs> it she works well. Yeah, no, it does. She said, um, and I'm going to use it again as soon as I'm done with class because <laughs> I'm, it's, it's been so anxious today. The energy's been mm-hmm. so anxious today. She said, but I just want to thank you for giving that because I, I tried it, and it's working, and, you know, I appreciate it. And that was helpful, like, just to see, like, somebody who didn't know anything about it, you know, use it. Because it's not something you need to know anything about. You just need to say it. Yeah. And if you feel it change for even, you know, like 30 seconds, then you know it's not yours. Even if it's 10 seconds. All you need to do is be aware that the energy changes. So then the next part of it was, you know, like, being able to trust that. You know, like, what, what did you feel? And everybody that went through... You know, I didn't have each person say what they felt after they until after. And everyone felt, you know, even though one was trying to give off anger, holding the puppy, which was funny, and the other one was couldn't stay in anger, she kept laughing. Everyone got joy, laughter, um, things that would be... The actual thing that the was actual, really happening. Right. The actual thing that was really happening. Mm-hmm. The one that stayed more constant. The one yeah. that... And none of them... You know, some of them had a very hard time because when you would say it, they would I'd well, say, Well, because okay, then you could feel both and it would get confusing because mm-hmm. of how could you, like, why does it come off as, like, it's confusing because the first thing I heard was anger, uh-huh. but it didn't 
feel like anger. So I was like, but that's weird. And that's why I was confused. And that's why I didn't have an answer is because it was like, well, my initial thought was the word anger. Right. So you heard it. So I heard it, but then it didn't match with like the feeling that I felt. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, I like, didn't really know. I was like, I couldn't tell if I was, my struggle was I couldn't tell if I was feeling the other people in the room not who are not doing the like giving off the exercise with the people who are actually like doing the walking through and I couldn't tell if I was like picking up them instead right um which was like you know like that it's like well how do you know if there's a room of 10 people how do you know if you're tapping into the person like behind you or in front of you versus the person who is like doing the exercise delivering the feeling you know well part of it was that your attention was on them Right. You know, so you would definitely get them because your attention was on them. Can you pick up the other people? Absolutely. Right. Right. So, like, I'm still trying to learn, like, because I'll get, like, But theirs would be stronger because your attention is on them. Right. You know, theirs would be stronger as far as, like, you're focusing on them, right? So you're, you would be more of the reading, you know? So it's like, okay, what does that feel like to me? And you're focusing on them. But, but you were right. So you heard anger. Mm-hmm. but you didn't feel anger. No. Mm-mm. And nobody felt anger. No. Now, it was confusing. That's actually why they must have set it up that way. So you could actually see how you could hear something telepathically mm-hmm. and feel something and be confused and be like, okay, so what what's going on? And somebody could be thinking, not feeling. You know, there's two different things because we're telepathic and empathic. So, interesting, we then were doing, we were then doing another exercise to work on the telepathic skills. So that exercise was you going and I gave everyone like, oh, there's, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Forgot to, forgot to shut that off. <laughs> um, I gave everyone like um, five or six different cards from a deck of cards and they paired up and I just had them figure out, pick a card and then give that card like, if it was, um, say, a four of diamonds, then to basically see the color red. Start with, we'll start, we'll break it down. So give the other person that is your person that you're paired with, um, telepathically just send them the color red. And you could see the color, you could say the color, you know, use it as many different ways as you can. And then from there go to the suit, and then from there go to the number, or if it was a, you know, a picture card or whatever. And, um, they did very well, and people who have never done it before were amazed yeah. at how well that they did it. And then other people were having a little bit harder time because what they realized is that they would get the, get it, and then they would think. Mm-hmm. And then they would screw it up. Yeah, they would, like, question themselves and start, like, second-guessing and thinking about it too much, and then... So the first thing they might hear, they might have heard was um, red. Yeah, like the thought red popped in. Right, or they saw it, or however they they receive it, right? And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I don't know if it could be red. Like, you know, without realizing that they were thinking. And as we went through it, the people that were having a harder time, then I would stop and be like, okay, hold on. What are you doing? And then, well, she goes, I'd get it, I'd get it, and then I would, I go, you'd think, right? Uh Uh-huh. So... Your intuition is usually the first thought, right? So as they started to do it more and trusting their intuition a little bit more, then more of them were getting it. 
And one of them was having a very hard time because she was picking up. She could hear everyone because the person who was giving, sending to her, had um, couldn't stay focused enough on it to focus on giving her the thing so she would start hearing the people around her. Oh, I see. So then I took her over and said, okay, here, we'll, we'll try it. And everyone had stopped. And then she goes, oh, my God. I said, well, how many, how many were you hearing? And she said, like, five different ones. And I go, well, that would have been right because there was five people sending at the same time. Right. Around the same time, right? And she said, so I couldn't figure it out. And then nobody was doing it, but I was doing it with her, and she did it. And she did it very easily. She's like, no, I mm-hmm. heard you very easily. And it's also the idea that the idea that she was, you know, more calm and relaxed and just taking whatever her first thought was. So mm-hmm. the whole point of the whole workshop was basically for people to understand how much they're affected and that they have these gifts. And everyone has them. Mm-hmm. And they're not something that that you have to work that hard on to have. There's something you have to work hard on to understand and what to do with them because you're being affected by them whether you know it or not. Right. And that you can use them to help you. You know, it would be nice to know, like, if your feelings come from outside of you because we got enough of our own when they come from outside of you. If it's like 50% of that don't belong to you, well, how much better would you feel if you weren't feeling 50% of that shit? Right. <laughs> it would be, mm-hmm. you know, way better. So, yeah, that was fun, and it was, you know, very informative for, for people to, to do, and we'll, we'll do it again because um, there are so many other things that, you know, needing to go into. And I, always, and I keep saying to them, because the, the harder thing here, and you know, because I was saying it in class, and um, is that people don't realize it's like if you play a sport, mm-hmm. you need to practice. So I would say, like, if you're a baseball player, how many times do you go to practice? Do you just go once, or do you have to go over and over and over? And it's the same thing with this. Right. You have to practice. It's over and over and over. So you you know you do your meditation, you practice your energy exercises, you practice reading people. You know, like I'll have, you know, clients do it with their friends, the zero to ten, like we'll do it and be like. You explain that. Well, you explain it. Um, well, have someone think of a number between one and ten. And then what, you know, just be like, all right, pick a number and then have them think about it. And then you tell them what number they're thinking. So I did say just text someone, you know, mm-hmm. so. Holly will do it with her friend, or I'll do it with Holly, or whatever, mm-hmm. and it'll be like, okay. Um, yeah, we were talking about this last time, too, on the podcast. Yeah, give me a number, and and that part, it's the same type of thing as with the cards. It's like we're sending the number. Now, one of her friends, as we were saying last time, you know, was having a hard time saying she's not good at it. No, everyone's good at it. They just don't trust that they're good they're at it. They're just not practiced. Right, they're not practiced. And so the more you practice so it... So they don't know what it feels like to under like because there's like this weird little knowing that you'll get when it comes in like really strong and like it's the actual thing it just feels a little different and it's hard to explain until you like do it enough times that you're like that you can recognize it and that's what we were doing in class like practicing it's like Mm -hmm. okay so one of the people were getting all of them and i asked her i said okay how do you know it's the one and she goes i just start to know it i start to feel it on my right side Mm -hmm. that's how i know she said hold on i don't know and I said, no, I want you to pay attention because when they would get it, I said, okay, now everyone pay attention to how you're getting it. Like, all of a sudden, is it just a knowing? Is it a feeling? Is it a, um, that's it? Is it a thought? Is it a, you know, how do you know that that's 
the right one versus the other one. And everyone had a different little way. But the more that they practiced it, the more that they got used to that feeling, the more they trusted it mm -hmm. to be like, oh, oh, no, I get this. So it's like now in your awareness, now you know, like, how do you get it? Right. So the more that you do it, the more that you, you know, start to understand. Because we don't trust that. We don't know that as if that's real, right. although it's real and working all the time. So the better you are at it, the more that you trust it, the more that you will feel more calm within yourself because you can get answers to things that you are feel like you don't know anything about or you don't know if that's true or not true you can get the answer you know like is this mine you know mm -hmm. you could get the answer it's like a like a no you could get like a quick no you could ask you know is this does this belong to me and you'll hear something or feel something and if you go, well, no, it's got to be me. It's you. you could talk yourself out of that in five seconds. Mm -hmm. Like, is my sleepiness right now mine? What's the answer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't have it right this second. I had it actually um, a little bit earlier. Yeah, it comes and goes. It's like, it's a, it's waves. like waves. <laughs> I, I've been having it. I don't usually feel tired around, um, like, what is it, around 435 right now. I don't usually feel no, it's tired. about 520. Oh, okay. Well, I don't usually feel that. Actually, exactly 520. Oh, okay. That's what it says on the... Oh, I don't... See, I don't feel that tired normally around now. Like, normally I'll get tired more around 3. Mm hmm And for some reason lately, I've been very tired around this time. Mm hmm And I've also been getting very tired around, like, 8 p.m. And those are two times that I'm... Usually not. Usually not tired. And, uh... But what is that telling you for your body? Um... Something shifting. Right. And, you know, it, are you resting then? Are you trying to do less at the time? Because it's more like trying to listen to what our body's telling us. Well, usually I'm driving. Mm -hmm. So I'm just stuck doing whatever I'm doing. So I can't. <laughs> but do you relax more when you're driving if you're. Because you shouldn't be driving and be that tired either. No, I know. Yeah. Like, I, I could take a nap right now. Like, my eyes are, like, getting, like, really heavy. Mm hmm. I could see. Yeah. You guys can't see, but I could see. Yeah. And she's got a hat on. Oh, I'm cold. <laughs> that's the other thing that's been happening. One of the ascension symptoms, I think, is mm -hmm. I've been having um, weird temperature regulating problems where I'll get very cold and it feels like my bones are cold. It's weird. Yeah, I'm, I am, too. I'm freezing right now. And, and then I'll get very warm. And it's not really cold in here. No, it's not. And then I'll get very, very warm. And, um... Yeah, out of nowhere, they switch. Out of nowhere. But, and I didn't change rooms. Not, nothing changed. It's just whatever's going on. Yeah, whatever's going on with the energy in our bodies and yeah. with the changes that are happening. Yeah. And the other thing that'll happen, too, is, um, I feel like I'm not, um, like, plugged into my own body. So, like, I was washing my face last night and the when I like put the water on my face it didn't feel like it was like wet like I didn't feel the temperature right so you like left somewhere it was really odd I was like oh because I was well we are we are actually like able to go to different timelines right now like astro project we're astro projecting but we're flipping timelines so you can flip a timeline in one second because it's really has to do with your vibration Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're vibrating in a different place, you could go to a different timeline. And in that timeline, you'll be there for a second or two if you flip back to that vibrate. You know what I mean? Like whatever the vibration is. So 
interestingly, as timelines are collapsing, we're al also, because our vibration's high enough that we can go through and go to different places. So it's kind of, um, it's, it's like how that something changes so fast, and you're like, what the hell just happened? Right. Like, that was weird. And then you're like, and then it's like back to normal. And you're like, well, wait, what was, what was that about? So the not feeling your, not feeling your, your body, you know, it's like, well, where did you go? Where did you, where did it go? Mm -hmm. Right. Or, or uh, what did it feel thing? like? Huh? What did it feel like? Nothing. It didn't feel like anything. It felt like I was not present for that moment. So you were washing your face and putting water on it, but you didn't feel like you were doing anything. Like you didn't feel like you were washing your face or putting water on it. Like you didn't feel anything. It just, I, my like skin didn't feel the temperature change of the water. Interesting. Yeah. That you popped out. And it was like, it felt cool on my hands. So usually like if something feels a little cool on your hands, your face would feel it as colder than how your hands feel it. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're just like, you're like, oh. And I was doing that to give myself, like I was on purpose splashing my face with water because I was trying to go to a client and I was very tired again. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to give myself a little like, excuse me, a little like zap. And uh, it didn't do anything. <laughs> nope. It felt like nothing happened. It's like, oh, okay. That well, your hands got colder. Yeah. I'm like, that worked. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hmm. So all of these things, right? All these things that we're experiencing and feeling... And you know we have Come this. Come on, vitamin B, kick in. Yeah, we have oh. this. We have this. Um, when I say we're having a new moon, partial lunar, I think partial lunar eclipse, and all of these are setting up changes, right? So we're in the process of big changes. They're setting up more changes. So eclipses eclipse things out. So we'd like to eclipse the crap ass shit out in our life, mm -hmm. right? The stuff that's not working. And, you know, writing down, like we were talking about, writing down your, your I am, you know, those are like a little affirmation and doing that at the same time, writing down what you're releasing, because we want to get in a vibration that we're staying more in, in feeling joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. And it's not that easy to do with everyone else's energy feeling nuts and all over the place. So the more that you're able to protect yourself and kind of keep yourself in a vibration that feels a little bit better the more you are creating something better. You know, the longer you stay in a vibration that's higher, the more that you create something that's higher. So in working on that, it's like whatever it is that you need to do, and sometimes it's like harder to be around people. Well, you could be around certain people, maybe the other ones you can't be around yet. Right. You know, and the more that you learn how to do it, then it's harder for them to take your, your energy back down. Like you would choose to do it, like so that you could be around the person. But does your energy have to go down to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can choose to be around people that might ha be frustrated or whatever, but you wouldn't need to pick it up then. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you don't have to bring your energy down to that level. Like, you would choose to bring your energy down, not in a not in a negative way, meaning so that you're in a vibration that is still high, but still feeling good. But at the same time, you would be able to relate with the person. Right. And what is, would be the purpose of doing that? So that you could relate with the person. Like if you're talking to somebody and they're, mm -hmm. you know, in a place that's not so good, you could keep your vibration because that helps them get out too. Right. They'll either going to, because usually it's, if you're around somebody whose um, energy's lower, it's so much easier to bring you down than to bring somebody up. Right. As we vibrate more and we get... Which is too bad. <laughs> it is, but it's, it, we're starting to, that's starting to change a little bit. So 
as we vibrate higher and stay in that vibration, which is more in the fifth dimension because we're switching dimensions, um, we're manifesting things so fast that you've got to be really aware. Like this awareness thing is no joke. You have to be right. really aware because you are manifesting that and it's manifesting fast. It's like you may think of something and five seconds later it's like, oh my God, that person's calling me. You know, mm-hmm. or there's that job I was just thinking about. Or it's very fast, you know, so you want to be, you know. Oh, I have aware. one, actually. So the other day I was on my way to yoga, and normally it takes a half an hour from where I was mm-hmm. um, to get there, is what I thought. And then when I plugged my GPS in, it said 50 something minutes, and I was like, oh no, like I'm going to be late. That's crappy. Um, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go anyway because I feel like I like feel like I'm. I could see myself in class. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. And I got there, parked, walked in, and was like just a, like a two minutes late, and that was it. Right. So when you say that, because that's happened to me before, yeah. where there was no way. I had to stop for gas. I had to go to the bank, and I had to be at a, um MRI appointment. And it would be, say, 4 o'clock, and it was 25 up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to get gas. I have mm-hmm. to go to the bank. I have to do this before it closes. And mm-hmm. um, there's no way. It takes minimum, with no traffic, 25, 25 minutes, minutes yeah. to get there. Never mind stopping for gas, going right. to the bank and whatever. And I pulled into the place exactly at four. Mm-hmm. And that was years ago. You know, like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But you can do that. Right. Well, yeah, because... Because you watch yourself to, do it. Right. Well, because I had to um, find street parking in New Haven, which, who, that's a mystery. You know, you never yeah, know. That's if a mystery. Yeah. So I, like, it, like, just, like, lined up perfectly. Like, someone pulled out, like, a block away from the place, and I, like, right as I was pulling up to that, like, part. Mm-hmm. So I just put back right in and parallel parked my, my car and hopped out. And but see the difference between the feeling of knowing something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, like knowing because yeah, I, I knew, knew that day that I was mm-hmm. going for the, I knew that I could do those things. It yep. was like a knowing. Yeah. And that's when we talk about where you create it and how fast it creates. It because is time is an illusion. Time is not real. Right. But we go by time. We're not, you know, time as we know it has changed, but we keep going by it. So when we go, oh, you look at your thing and it says 57 minutes where you think it takes 30 and you only have 30 Right, I had I had thirty minutes because I like timed it where I was like, oh, okay, it takes half an hour, so that's what time I'll leave. And I was grocery shopping, so when I left, I was like, okay, GPS, let's plug in. And then I was like, what? Fifty-seven minutes? That's what? No, but I'm like, but that, but I, I'm gonna go anyway because I still, I see myself there. And it was like, and like, where I feel it, like when I have like the knowing of something, it, it kind of feels like I get like this little like, warm sensation in my where my third eye is kind of Mm -hmm. like um but it doesn't like not on my physical body like it feels like it's kind of in front of me a little bit like something like lights up as like right in front of you like yeah yeah right at that point but yeah but it's like at that point Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like just like a sensation of like uh it's a thing that there's not a word for don't know how to say it because it's like a, it's a very specific feeling and that's like how like if we're doing like the communicating stuff or like that card game or something like that like when I hear the number right being like transmitted or like when I see someone sending me like an ace or something you know it's mm-hmm. like the same thing happened thing happened but it tends to feel like 
something in your third something eye area. Something in my third eye area. And then sometimes I'll feel it in my chest, but um, like in my like heart area. Mm-hmm. But you um, might get more of that, actually, because yeah. the heart chakra is opening up way more. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I'll But those ha- are you, th- but those are you starting to know. Right. And get like one after another, like the more that, like we said, the more you practice it, the more you know what it is, the more mm-hmm. you trust it. So when it said that and you felt it, even though, because normally you would have went, at 57 minutes, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, well, because then also I'm like, well, I don't want to go because I had my friend with me who she had to um, sign up for a drop-in. Mm-hmm. And um, they so were going to be a half an hour late for class and sign up for a drop in. You ain't missed class. You might yeah, as well not go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and then I was like, well, you know what? She was like, well, I don't know, because I want you to go and I don't want to make you miss your class because I because I have to take the time to like sign in and pay for it, too. I was like, well, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just go. We both took class. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that would be unexplainable in the. Mm-hmm. Why is it? And we how both, did we? Yep, we both took like. And you know what's funny is it was almost like a. They have a no walk in after seven minutes policy, mm-hmm. um, because they don't want to be rude to people who are there in time. Right. So you can come in late for like up to seven minutes. Um, so you basically, um, though, is the the beginning of that particular class. The teacher had talked for a long enough time that when I came in, I was able to come in not in, like, a right, interrupting. an interrupting spot. And then my friend, she actually came in 10 minutes after me, but he had talked for so long that she only missed, like, five minutes of our warm-up. Not bad. So, and then he ended up, the class ended up running 10 minutes late. So it was, like, a, it was almost like... It worked it fine. Just, yeah, it was like this cool little... That's what I say when you, like, the knowing, right? Yeah. So you didn't know that that would... Because that's not normally how the class works. Yeah, normally that wouldn't happen. Normally he wouldn't be over. Like, mm-hmm. I've taken that class a couple times, and they always end on time. But yeah. for some... And he said, by the way, like, I'm just going to let everyone know this is what time it is. You know, we're going to do Shavasana for the next, like, ten more minutes. So if you need to get up, please get up. But, um, yeah, so the whole time just shifted ten minutes, for, and we all got our time. And that's what's amazing about trusting your knowing. Yeah. And, oh, actually, on New Year's, one of my friends, she was telling me, um, this is interesting that she, and this is her, um, with her knowing, uh, her and her sister are um, two of my very best friends, and we were around the corner at our our buddy's house for New Year's, and I originally wasn't going to be able to go with them because I was taking my little cousin to see Kesha. And um, my friend, she goes to me, um, I was going to Uber home tonight, but I had this weird little knowing, this weird little feeling that I was going to get a ride home, so I didn't book it, because I just, like, I don't know who's going to get me home, because, um, like, well, this person is already doing this thing, that person's already doing this thing, we right, Ubered here. Right, the whole point was they Ubered so that they could have a drink and not yeah, worry and about it. Right. But, for, but it's, like, funny, because they were about to start about to look to call the uber and then i text them being like hey i'm out early i'm coming over now also i'll drive you guys home tonight mm-hmm. and she was like ha i knew it she was like, <laughs> i had this feeling <laughs> and she was in class and she was the one who kept nailing it yeah. kept nailing and she it. was in class and i said pay attention mm-hmm. pay attention to how you're getting it and her trusting that mm-hmm. and not even looking you know because that's it's you know hard to find an uber 
in our area, number one. Number two, on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. It would be very, it would be, like, you'd have to call it from where we are, like, a half an hour earlier than you think you'd want to go. Yeah. Absolutely. So then I was like, hey, don't. on New Year's Eve more. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe New Year's Eve more. Yeah. And you came in, it was 12 minutes of, and mm-hmm. the person lives five minutes from us. You gave yep. me a hug and a kiss, and mm-hmm. then off you went. Yeah, and it like just lined up. It was like this fun little, like, perfectly lined up thing where I was able to take my little cousin. We saw the concert up at the casino. We drove home in pouring rain in enough time and missed the two stupid accidents that were happened right, like, around us. And we just got there in perfect time. I came in, said hi to you. Yep. Gathered. Said hi to your uncle. Yep. Yep. We and were then playing like video games. Yep. Popped in. Which actually helped us because I didn't know what time it was because we were playing video games. Uh huh. And then you said about the time. Oh yeah. So I came in. Basically, I like told them that it was like a couple minutes until the ball was gonna drop. Right. And I'm so like, then I was like, oh, what? He goes, oh, we got to switch the so we could watch the ball drop. Right. So, so it was like this fun little lineup of all these things just kind of like clicking into order. Yep. And yeah. those things, when you see them, like when you're aware of them, that you had something to do with them, with the way that you were feeling, the right. attitude, and the knowing. And yeah, it was like it. a flow. It was mm-hmm. like this like flow. Because originally, I didn't think I was going to make yeah, it so home in mm-hmm. time. And, um, yeah, so just like all this, like, and then, like, you know, for my friend being like, oh, well, it's like if none of those things happened in order for me, then she would have had to Uber home. But then. So what's the theme yeah. of our podcast? In the knowing department and trusting your intuition and starting to realize and doing your exercises, you know, doing your exercises and practicing. Because the more you practice that, you know, do it with your friends. You know, take a deck of cards. Do that exercise. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun. You know, don't judge yourself. It's not a, it's not a yeah, you competition. Can't think. You just have to go with what your gut feels like. Yes. It is not a thinking game. It's a just what do you feel? And then once you get it, you start to be like, okay, where did I feel that? So that you start to know where you felt it. And as you stay in that vibration and you start to get those feelings, you create more of it. You create the flow of it. And that's what this year is going to help us with. It's going to be all over the place. But if we stay more in that knowing and we feel more comfortable in that, then all the other crazy that's going on around us, you don't have to be part of to the same degree as we were the last two years. You can actually flow around it. You know how you were flowing around things? And getting out of the way of things and stuff so you can flow around it. Right. So it doesn't have to be part of it. And that's actually one of the most important things, like one of the most important lessons. The more you're aware, the more that you're vibrating in a higher place, you don't have to be part of what's happening in the lower dimension. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, you get kind of like redirected Right, you get it. around it. And it's and it, it starts to get a little bit easier. And the more mm-hmm. you trust it, the more it happens. You know, it's like, it's practice, right. you know. but That'll happen to it. me with traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened. It happened on. It happened on New Year's Eve with um, Uncle Pat and I. You know when we were because we had to go somewhere, and um, he was like, "Are you kidding? It's pouring rain. We're not going." I'm like, "I'm driving." I <laughs> made him laugh, and he gets road rage horrible. Oh gosh, he's, he's horrible. Just next level. <laughs> yeah, he's next, next level. level. So he's making up all these stories about how bad it's going to be and whatever, right? And I, so I, we get in the car and we get like around the corner and he's already starting because we've run into a couple of cars, which we're not doing anything wrong. They were actually doing the speed limit, like, to, like the speed I would normally do in the rain, you know, with the pouring, it wasn't, they weren't doing 20, they were doing like 30, 35, yeah. you know, and he's like, and saying all these things. And I was like, all right, here, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pretend mm-hmm. you're in the car with your sister 
and we're comfortable and we're relaxed in that we're having a nice conversation and enjoying the ride. <laughs> That's go, hard for him, I'm sure. I just want you to pretend. And he looked at me and started laughing. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I got my seat warmer on. My back's killing me. I said, but it feels much better right, right now. <laughs> I said, I know it's pouring, but the ride feels really nice. I said, I'm so glad it's not snowing. It's raining instead. Yeah. I said, because my back can't shovel right now. And he started laughing. Mm-hmm. And then he was like more chill. He's like, oh. I go, so I want you to practice pretending. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. He is so funny. My favorite thing, though, is when he's like, one car at a time. Get around him one at a time. I'm like, Uncle Pat, where are you going? Why does it have to be? What? No. Just drive in the order that you're in. Stop. Like, <laughs> He wanted me. So when we got, we got there. He's like, small victories. Small victories. I'm like, get out of here. Stop it. When we got there, he gets back in the car because he had to run in and get something. He gets back in the car and uh, he goes, are you going the same way that we came? I said, uh-huh. I may not be able to make it. <laughs> I may have a breakdown. I'm like, dude, you're not going to have a breakdown. Remember, you're supposed to be pretending oh, good. that this is a simple, easy ride. And it was. In each car that we'd run into, he'd be like, you're going to have to pass them. They're going, they're going to be. I'm like, no, they're not. And they all did. They were all good. They mm-hmm. were all good. And he's like, this light is so long. Take a right. Take a right. And then turn around. And then take a right on... I'm like, I'm not. Then he goes, go through the light. Go through the light. I'm like, I'm not going through the light. No. The light changed literally in a minute. And he was like, wow, that's weird. That light takes forever normally. I said, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. I said, did you notice when I'm driving and not having that as my experience, that that is not my experience? Right. So you've driven with me enough times. And it's not like I'm driving slow because I don't drive slow. But I don't tend to have the same experience you do. And yes, I do get stuck in traffic, and those things do happen. But on a daily basis, I'm not having the same experience you are. But if you keep having that experience, guess what you're going to keep having? Mm -hmm. That experience. Because you're doing it yourself. I'm like, none of that's happening. Do you know that? Like, none of that's happening. Mm -hmm. I'm in the car with you. I'm having a totally different experience than you are Mm -hmm. on this ride. I'm chill, I'm relaxed, I'm enjoying our conversation, other than the whole, uh, although I'd laugh at his, his funny road rage, I'm like, what are you doing? I go, how do you get there? Like, I just had him, so how did you get there? Yeah. How, what did you do? So that part, if you put that out, you get more of that. So that's the thing, like, we're going to end on that note, but that's the thing. It's like, remember, you put more of something out, you get more of that. You put more of the knowing, and then it flows, and then it starts to be easier, you get more of that. So the understanding, the doing the exercises, the doing the work on being aware. Practicing. It's practice. It really is practice. And that's what awareness is, practice. So happy new year, everyone. And we're going to see how this year is. But mm-hmm. remember, you know, tomorrow with it being the, the new moon, set your intentions, do your I am statements, and set your release statements. And we're going to see if we can create way better, more self-love, more love towards others, and make I don't know, maybe, I don't know, better planet, better lives for ourselves and each other. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea. Make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Make it a little bit easier. And we're going to talk to you soon. Um, hopefully, we will be on schedule. Hopefully, we will try to stay on schedule because we've been trying, but but it's a little hard sometimes. But, oh, we're going to say that. Cancel that. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Yeah, yeah. We're going to say it's really easy to stay on schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's part of it, catching yourself. Yes. Absolutely, that's part of the awareness. So, honestly, you guys, sending you lots of love and light. 
Wallace, Wallace too. Wallace is also, Wallace is also letting you know. Wallace. Um, and we will talk to you very soon. Yes. And toodles. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>